Hello, everyone, and happy Sunday. Thank you for joining us on Spend and Win the Podcast. Welcome, fellow Will enthusiasts, to Spend and Win the Podcast. I'm Quentin. And I'm Kellen. And together, we're here to take you on an incredible journey through the lives of Will of Fortune alumni. Join us as we uncover the personal tells, triumphs, and transformations of those who spun the will and won big. From cherished moments on set to the impact of their lives, we're diving deep into the stories before, during, and after their iconic Will of Fortune experience. This podcast is a celebration of diverse paths, a spotlight on the incredible individuals who dare to solve puzzles and chase a fortune. So tune in. And let's spin the wheel. All right, here we go. Tonight we have Joey Johnson. Joey, how are you? Hey, what's up, man? Hey, doing good. Thank you for joining us. We truly appreciate it. First things first, what was the journey leading up to your appearance on the Wheel of Fortune? Take us back from the very beginning. Yeah, so my connection with Wheel begins pretty early in my childhood. I know we were a game show network house, so like game shows were always on Wheel of Fortune, you know, Shop Till You Drop, Supermarket Sweep. You know, if it was a game show, me and my family were watching it. And, uh, you know, I, I learned early on that I was pretty good at these type of games, you know, word games specifically. And uh, it was kind of exciting. Um, and I never thought about applying to Wheel of Fortune. And then, you know, let me take you back. So in 2019, I was a finalist for the Amazing Race casting. And I was telling my grandfather about that. And he's like, you know what show I really like is Wheel of Fortune. And he's like, I dare you to apply for Wheel of Fortune. I said, bet, like, let's do it. So I applied this summer. And then fast forward to August, they called me and they said, like, we want to do an audition with you. I said, great, let's do it. Uh, the first audition was like a screener. It was like a five-minute audition. You guys know, I'm sure. Yep. It was like a five-minute audition. And uh, they get a sense of your personality. Um, how you carry yourself, um, you know, your excitement level, your enthusiasm. And, uh, you know, halfway through that, they're like, yeah, you know, you're moving on to the next round. Like, can you uh, audition tomorrow? I said, sure, let's do it. So the next audition, I was with two other potential contestants and the casting team. And it was like a simulated version of the game. And uh, it was cool. So it was like toss up. So I think I did pretty well um and like there's me the bougie like upstate new yorker right and there's like a outdoorsy type guy and then like a teacher so it's like you know the whole gambit of personalities up there i got like half the toss-ups and then we go into like the chat part of it that was cool and uh she's like starts with the teacher she talks about herself goes to the outdoorsy guy and then she gets to me and like i played off of it so she gets to me the outdoorsy guy was like i love mudding taking my truck <laughs> off road all this stuff they get to me and i was like i was like yeah so i'm the opposite of that so, so she was laughing at that i said yeah so like if i see mud i'm running the opposite direction <laughs> i was like so that's not that's not my thing so she was laughing and uh we started talking about so i'm a dj and uh we we're talking about you know different experiences doing weddings and karaoke nights and 90s nights and all that and uh she's like so what's your favorite uh go-to DJ song so I'm talking about you know 90s and stuff boy bands you know I'm really hamming it up uh, I'm showing her my, my fanny pack that says Joy Fresh on it you know so like <laughs> <laughs> I came prepared and uh and then I was like what my favorite song is probably Usher's yeah and mm -hmm. then I started like singing I was like dun 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 
yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like, I'm cheesing it up, you know, and uh, showing a lot of personality, which is like what I recommend people do in these type of auditions. Like, I think it's like part personality, part like being good at the game, you know. So she's like, yeah, we're going to keep you on. We do the individual round. So it's like 16 half solved puzzles. And you have to like get them without guessing letters and stuff. I think I did pretty good. They don't tell you how good you did. Um, you guys did that part too? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, do you yeah, know? Well, like, I think when I did it, it was all just one take. So they did it all in one take. So, you know. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that they, I guess, do with two parts. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they probably do it differently depending on how much. Yeah. But I mean, it was, still on, Zoom. it was still on Zoom, though, right? Yeah. It was all on Zoom. Yeah. Um, how, how do you feel like you did? Like, I think I did pretty good, but. Yeah. I mean, I know I did good because, like, okay, the thing was, at least with mine, I knew I got like three out of four, like the puzzles correct because she said like, okay, you know, we'll move on to the next round. So like, I knew I must have got them all right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I know some of the cast people they don't say, but I know the one that I had. So like, okay, you got them all right. Let's move on to the next. Group yeah, of like puzzles. same with me. Everything for like proper name I got right. I think it was the last puzzle. I don't think I got any. But other than that, I I did so fine I on it. pretty much all of them. Yeah, I was just curious, but I've been asking people that because. I'm just curious how it works, like how much of it is personality and how much of it is like, like, do they want somebody that's just going to go up there and like know everything right off the bat? Or do they want like a mix of skill levels? So I think I got like, like you said, kind of like three out of four of each of them, yeah. I think. So like, I think that adds up to like 12. But um, yeah, so that was cool. And then you don't hear anything. It's radio silence, right? So I don't hear anything until, so that was the first week of August. And then I get called the last week of November. And they said, um, can you come to L.A. in two weeks? So that was like the middle of December. And I was like, yeah, sure, definitely. So um, dropped everything and flew out there. And then, uh, you know, the rest is the rest is history. So um, awesome opportunity for sure. Oh, that's so cool. So like, what was it like? Like, what were you thinking like when you were going to like the little portion? Were you like, is this real? <laughs> yeah, so I was, I was super excited about it. Um, it surprised me that they tape all of the episodes in one day. So that kind of, like, I didn't, I mean, it makes sense, right? So, like, the entire week's episodes they tape. Um, so it's cool, like, reliving that week and, like, rooting for mm -hmm. the people uh, that you meet when you're out there. Because, like, I got pretty close with, I don't know about you guys, I got pretty close with the people that uh, I was taping with that day. Yeah. So, like, we all have, like, a group message going and everything. And, like, because you're going through this crazy experience together, right? So you, like, instantly bond. Um, so I was, like, genuinely rooting for everybody to do well. Um, and, like, I know it sounds cliche, but... I really was there to like have fun and like take in the fact that I'm there, you know, appreciate it and just be super present in the moment. Um, but I'm a competitive person, you know, I wanted to win, of course, but like, to me, it's like, we already won because we're going out there. Right. So it's like, I took it as like a free trip to LA, you know, the minimum that you win is a thousand dollars. So as long as your flight is covered, you're good. So I just <laughs> stayed out there for a little bit. I have some friends in California so. I just made a trip out of it, stayed through the weekend, and, you know, anything that we wanted was, like, bonus to me, so it was... Exactly. Yeah, no, that's that's good. I felt like I've been preparing my whole life, you know? If you watch game shows and, you know, you're good at word games, you can kind of get by, so uh, I'm not, like, a super, super fan of Wheel of Fortune. Like, I grew up watching it, and then, like, I applied for it, and um, I've always watched it, you know, catch it when it's on. So I just studied hard. So it's like those two weeks. I was like, all right, let me start like binge watching some episodes, <laughs> making sure that I'm I'm ready to go. Um, my 
bachelor's degree is actually in journalism. So it's like words and stuff have always like come naturally to me. Um, so I had an advantage there. But yeah, I just prepped, um, downloaded the app on the phone and uh, played a bunch of words um, and just, you know, got into the mindset of, you know, be ready. We're all good players, right? We got through the audition. So like nobody is really like head and shoulders above anybody else. So like my mindset was control what you can control because yeah. it's Wheel of Fortune, it's luck. So it's like, it's all about placement and, you know, those bankrupts and everything. I hit three bankrupts in a loser turn. So it's it, that part. I never guessed the wrong letter the entire episode. I uh-huh. only, my turn only ended because the, of the wheel. So it's like control what you can control, control your nerves, uh, be present, have a good time and just be yourself. And I think that's why I got like a lot of positive feedback about my episode is that I was like truly authentically myself up there. Like, I don't have any shame. Like, me and Pat are going back and forth about teasing me about being a single dog dad and stuff <laughs> and uh, <laughs> developing a rapport throughout the episode. And it's like, you know, control what you can control and the rest of it, you know, is up to the wheel. And just try not to try not to humiliate yourself, you know. <laughs> right. So that was my goal. You know, that's a great way to think and authenticity is everything. For real. It really is. And I think it can come across, you know, so. A lot of people were nervous and like, I was kind of just telling everybody, like, we're going to get through this together. Like, don't be nervous. I drew episode four. So I got to like, kind of watch the morning episodes, which is good. And then like right after lunch, uh, I think that's like a sweet spot. It's like, all right, we're ready to go now. So I didn't really have to get nervous in the morning or anything. I could watch and just enjoy my time being there and prep myself mentally. And then like right after lunch, it was like game mode, you know? (laughs) Oh, that's nice. So like, how did it, how did you feel like, you know, when you, I think when, I guess when you saw Pat and Vanna coming out. When it felt real? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Cause you don't see Pat until he's up there with you live yeah. time. So I mean, like, like I, I mean, sometimes he may wave or whatever, but it's like, I think like when I remember when I saw them coming out, I was like, oh, this is, this is real. Right. And <laughs> there's no turning back now. Yeah. There's, I mean, <laughs> I was like, well, the doors are locked now. <laughs> yep. That's why they have the two alternates on standby. It's like in case anybody freaks out up there. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. That would be kind of just that would be kind of weird if like a contestant just left mid game. I'm just kind of weird. It's gotta. It's maybe it's happened before. I don't know. Yeah, but, I don't know. That'd be kind of weird. It's like if I just left mid game. Right. It's kind of cool though. The one of our alternates was on last. What's it? It was on Friday. He so he got oh, on. Yeah. yeah. So in the group message, somebody sent like, "Hey, our, our buddy Cole is on." Um, he was yeah. one of our alternate, so like he got yeah. on kind of fast, so that's cool. So oh yeah, like the alternate yeah, um, get to get on. Yeah, I know one of my alternates from college week. She was actually so she was on last season, but what was so funny? She taped the week after I did, but got shown three weeks before college week was shown. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, and also because like, and I don't know there's like two alternates that like I know haven't played yet, and I'm just like I feel so bad because it's like, man, we taped that like almost two years ago. Like I'm just. <laughs> that's wild some people in my group so i applied over the summer and auditioned in august there's some people who said they applied like years ago and got a call to audition and oh yeah because that's yeah because i mean like i heard like it's different for each people because like i heard like people that like did the audition and like being here back for like six months and they say hey can you fly out right you know i'm just like oh it's like different for each person so that's why i'm like yeah but i mean yeah, because that's the thing. Like, I feel bad for like some standbys because it's just like you know it takes some like years to like finally play. Because I'm just like, man, it's like that was suck. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's why I was surprised it was a quick turnaround for for Cole. So we were excited for him. 
so we're hoping that our other alternate, you know, gets on to him too, because she was awesome. So she deserves it too. So we're hoping we, we catch her on one of these days. But uh, yeah, it's cool about my week too. Um, four out of six of our winners uh, were black women. So that's like awesome. And like my episode kicked off Black History Month too. So it's like, I was just super proud that, you know, if I didn't win, you know, we had representation up there. So it was really cool. Mm. Wow. Can you walk us through your entire episode and the total winnings and earnings on the show? Yeah, for sure. I just rewatched my episode yesterday. Uh, so I only watched it the first time in real time when it was on all the way through. Uh, so I watched it with my family and friends. And then I've just watched like clips of it and stuff. So I rewatched it yesterday uh, to like refresh my memory and stuff. Um, and it was cool. So let's see. The first toss up was Happy Camper and Shalomet won, won that. She's the one who won the episode. She got the first one and she was like killing us in rehearsals too. So she was killing us in rehearsals. Uh, she came to play and uh, she got Happy Camper with like three letters that were up there. So we didn't even have a chance at that. And then we do the uh, we do the pat chat, and then uh, he gets to me, and it's not lost on me too. Like he goes from Jacqueline, and she's talking about like bully prevention, and like she's a champion for the cause and all that. And then he gets to me, and he's like, "All right, Joey, how's it like being a single dog dad or whatever?" So like the audience got a good laugh at that. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so I'm just you know I leaned into it and hammed it up a little bit. And then, uh, so then we do the second toss up and it was snack bar and Jacqueline got that. So she got to kick off the round. Uh, and then the first puzzle got to me kind of early. It was same letter and the puzzle was Brussels, Bangkok and Brooklyn was the final, was uh, the solution to the puzzle. I'm spinning, I'm doing good. I'm guessing letters. And uh, I had Brussels down and I guessed the O for Brooklyn. So then I'm pretty sure I know it's Brooklyn. But, like, my worst fear for a puzzle was food and drink because I'm not, like, a worldly eater. Like, I eat frozen yeah. pizza, like, all week, right? So, it's, like, I'm already thinking about food when I see Brussels. So, I'm not even thinking about, like, locations, right? So, it's, like, Brussels and then, like, Bangkok and it only had to be in the A. So, I'm, like, Brussels, like, banana. Like, I don't know. I don't know that middle <laughs> word. I can't get that middle word. And uh, so, then I, I realized it's Brooklyn once I guess the O. So, I'm about to guess the K which would have gave me the two K's in Bangkok. And then of course, that's when I hit the bankrupt, mm -hmm. right? So then I lose control and then it goes over, they guess the K and they, they get that puzzle. So that's cool. Um, we take a break and then the next puzzle was windsurfing along the coast. Um, so I actually control a lot of that puzzle. I get like the three words along the coast and I can't get windsurfing. Um, I've never said the word windsurfing in my life. So <laughs> that word's like not coming to me at all. I'm like, I don't know what that word is. Uh, I'm about to guess the G in along, which would have given me the G in windsurfing. And then I would have guessed like an R because it's like a common letter. So I think I would have gotten there, but then I, I had to lose a term before I got a chance to get the uh, the R and the G for in windsurfing. And uh, it gets around to Jacqueline, who's in the position in front of me. And she doesn't have any money, but she guesses the puzzle because like it's pretty obvious at that point. And uh, she's so sweet though. Like, because I had, I had the wheel around the world wedge too. So like I was about to bank some money if I got this puzzle and uh, so she solves it. And then like, as soon as like the camera's off, she turns to me, she's like, sorry. Like she's apologizing. But I'm like, don't be, don't be sorry. Like solve the puzzle girl. Like, you know. No, oh my God. I was apologizing like my first show. Like, cause 
I don't know. I got, I mean, here's the thing. I was hitting like bankrupt too, but I got lucky because I realized like during like the second or third round, I realized that how the game was going was like the guy next to me was like controlling most of the wheel. Uh-huh. So I was like, wait, he's kind of controlling most of the wheel. So I'm kind of, I guess like it kind of, at least it gave me that liberty to like at least sit back and like try to figure it out. Yeah. And then like, I remember, so I did win the prize was my first show. I know we talked about the second show multiple times. I don't want to talk about it today, but you know, I remember like after the second, like the first show, I won the prize puzzle because like the guy pulled it in. I said, "I'm really sorry, man." <laughs> like, I felt, I felt so bad because I, I was just like, I like, and I think because like I was someone that like did all the work and let somebody get the win. Like I've been in that position too, so you know. <laughs> right. Yeah, and it's like windsurfing just wasn't coming to me. Like no matter, I needed all the letters to get that word. Yeah, it, it, it's a tough word. The oh yeah, and is. even like even like mine, cause like I I I'm, I was like nineteen when I did fan favorites. So I mean, no nineteen year olds gonna say the word splendid on top of their head. <laughs> <laughs> splendid? No. Yeah, know. cause it's funny, cause like I remember like, cause a lot of people were talking to they're like, to be honest, don't beat yourself up, cause nobody really uses that word. Exactly. And plus, like, I've seen, like, older episodes where it was, like, like something similar, but it was, like, amazing views or just views and views of whatever, you know, and I'm just, like, man, it's, it's always like, an nobody, no, I'm, like, only, like, mm-hmm. only people that are, like, my grandmother's age use that word. Yep. <laughs> That's the element of luck in it, you know, like, if it's got to be a word that comes to you. If you don't use that word in your everyday vocabulary, it's, it's tough. Um, so it's, like, you just control the things you can control like I said earlier and the rest of it it's like if the word comes to you it, you know guess the common letters it's going to come to you or it's not and I noticed yeah. that throughout all of the tapings that, like there were words that I thought were so obvious but like somebody wasn't getting because they just don't know it like there was one who taped before me it was uh orchestra pit I think was was up there and uh, I talked to the guy afterwards who controlled most of that puzzle but didn't get uh orchestra pit and uh, he's just, he's never played an instrument before. He doesn't like know much about mm-hmm. music. And the woman who solved it after her is like a choir director. So it's <laughs> like, she do it right away. She was just waiting for it to get to her. Yeah. She just did a couple letters up there. So it's like little stuff like that. You can't really, you can't really control. All right. But then, so then after that was the prize puzzle. And then that was the food and drink category. And I was like, all right, let's go. It's going to be something I've never eaten before. And <laughs> uh, it was uh, oatmeal, oatmeal with blueberries and walnuts. Um, but I didn't even get to play that round. So Shalomont had control to start that round and, uh, she just beasted it, guessed it all, guessed all the letters and got to keep spinning and didn't hit anything to lose control. So then she just solved it, um, right away. So it didn't get to us, but since she spun so much in that round, she shot up to like over 20 K in that one round. So there was like no catch at that point. Um, we had to get really lucky to, to get her. So she was like at 23 K after the prize puzzle and we're like, all right, so we take a break, and now we're getting ready for the triple toss-up. So now you got to know I haven't won anything yet at this point. So I'm I'm concerned. I'm like, okay, like I can't come out of here with just a thousand dollars. Like I gotta, I gotta win something. Like there's probably no catching her, but like let's let's end strong at least. Mm-hmm. Um, so we go into the triple toss-up. It's traffic signal, busy signal, and bat signal. So it all had to do with signal, and I got two out of the three. So I got the last two, busy signal and the bat signal. So I got some money now, so I'm feeling good. You could, <laughs> I watched the episode back yesterday, and, like, I didn't notice this before. Like, you could see, like, the sigh, like, of relief and, like, the weight lifted off my shoulder. <laughs> I got <laughs> some money. Like, I audibly sighed, like, ah, 
I'm like, God, thank you. Like, <laughs> and then Pat's like, okay, now you can spend that money on uh dog treats and outfits for your dog. So he's, <laughs> he was ready to tease me. Like he was just waiting for me to get some money. So, <laughs> so he's funny. Uh, so, all right, so I'm feeling good. We go into the last rounds and uh, I got to spin it for the, the final amount per letter. Um, we go around one rotation and we guess letters and then it gets to me and I say an L and it was, so there's only three letters up there. There's the T, the L and the S. And uh, I knew it, it came to me as Vanna was like walking by. So I take a wild guess was the final um, puzzle on that round. So I said, and um, so that was like my most impressive solve. So I was like happy with that. So I ended up walking out with just under 6K and uh, Pat came over and like the highlight was, He's like, oh, yeah, you did good. Um, and I was like, yeah, like when I don't have to spin, I do, you know, I do all right. So I, I ended strong. I just needed like one more strong round to to catch Shao. And uh, he said, you know, if we get any inquiries, uh, we'll send them your way. And he's offered to DJ my wedding. So I'm going to hold him to that. That's a verbal contract as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> on national TV that he will DJ my wedding one day. So, you know, I'll be tracking him down. He's not going to have much to do after the season. He'll be retired. So. He can, uh, oh he can come on over. So, yeah, it was fun, man. So, like, it was it was a fun experience. And, um, you know, I left with no regrets because, like, I felt like I I had a good showing. I ended strong. You know, I didn't make any, like, rookie mistakes, like calling a letter that's, you know, not up there that somebody already guessed or something like that. So something that you, you know, make a mistake that you could have controlled. It was really just, like, placement and just, like, not the words not coming to me fast enough. And, you know, that's what happened. So um, right. it was an amazing experience, though. So, And it was cool. I didn't um, have any, like, family with me. Like, they asked if you wanted to bring somebody. And I thought about who I would bring. And, like, my friends are hooligans. They would have been, like, yelling and stuff and screaming to me in the middle of the show. And my mom would have been like, that's my baby. Like, you know. <laughs> so, so I'm like, no, nah, let me just go solo so I can, like, concentrate, right? Um, but I ended up hanging out with uh, Jacqueline, the yellow player on my episode. Her family was there. Um, so like they became like my pseudo family. We hung out for because they stayed longer through the weekend as well. So mm-hmm. we all got to hang out. Um, so it was cool, like getting to know, to know everybody and like have an adopted Wheel of Fortune family pretty much. That's awesome. I love that. How has your life or career been influenced by your time on the show? So what has surprised me most is just like the outpouring of love and support. Like it was an emotional week after the episode, like hearing from everybody, you know, saying that we were rooting for you and we wanted you to win. And, you know, people that, you know, your family and friends are a given, right. But like people you haven't heard from in a while or even strangers reaching out saying, you know, we enjoyed watching you. Um, That's, that was just the icing, you know, on the cake. It was the highlight for me. And then uh, for career-wise, though, like, I actually got DMs from people who said they wanted me to DJ their wedding. So I said, that's wow. pretty cool. Like, you know, you know, they found me on Instagram and said, hey, if, you know, I'm getting married next year, if you're available, um, so, you know, send me a quote. I said, yeah, let's do it. So, yeah. um, you know, being able to put my name out there a little bit has definitely helped. You know, it's not going to hurt. You could give somebody who wants to apply for a fortune advice or even just, like, maybe your younger self advice when you were starting this journey, like what would you give? For sure. So for the audition part, my advice would be like, be ready right when you get the call and bring the energy right away. So like your audition starts, like whether you have the pre-screener or, you know, you go directly into the simulated version of the game, just like have high energy and just like be your authentic self and have personality. 
So like, if you're good at the game, let that part take care of itself. Like, don't go in and beat yourself up if you don't get all the toss-ups or you don't get all the puzzles. Like, show them that like you're there to um, cheer on your other contestants and uh, that you're you know not gonna have a sour face if you lose. You know, just have fun with it 100%, and like that'll get you far in the audition part. Um, and then just advice for if you're going to audition is like I compare it to like winning the lottery. Like you can't win the lottery if you don't buy a lottery ticket. So it's like, if you're thinking about applying for the show, just apply, just apply for it and like, see what happens. Like put yourself in it, give yourself a chance to win it. And then for being on the show, just like I mentioned earlier, take a deep breath and control only the factors that you can control. There's so many things going on with production and people running around and um, you know, them telling you to clap and be enthusiastic and have a good time. So like, try not to get distracted by all the bells and whistles and just like be present in the moment. And that's going to take you really far. Mm -hmm.